Hello everyone, this is the Fight World Podcast, thanks for joining me, I'm your host the Yorkshire Rambler and we'll be uh, talking everything boxing today, there's uh, actually a lot going on for boxing for a change, because UFC, especially over this pandemic, it's taken over really, so it's good to see boxing getting back on the the ladder, you know, making some good moves. And obviously I'm a little bit late to the party, so we'll get straight in it with the Loma Lopez discussion. Um, I mean, wow. Lopez, young kid, game as a badger, came to fight, but can we a great game plan. And to be fair, probably boxed better than anybody other than people who were close to him could have known. Uh I predicted that Loma would probably beat him on points. You know, the, the first few rounds where he downloads that data and he gives him away, I, I, I wasn't shocked. You know, first three rounds, he, he, he tends to do that. That's a habit of his anyway. So you can't really, like, look at that and think, mm, you know. But once it got to that sixth round, I give Lopez all six, them first six so I was like, wow, you know, it's a, the judge, from what I saw, I thought the judges can't really be giving this every, any other way, which, you know, we found out they didn't anyway, but we'll get onto that a bit later. Uh, yeah, once them um, first six rounds, I mean, he had a, a, it were an uphill battle from there. He come on strong, I give him seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. You know, uh, I think he just waited too long to, to you know, put his foot on the gas. But having said that, I think that's that is down to Lopez. You can't take anything away from him. Young kid, and he went in there and he bossed it. He went in there and said, "I don't give a fuck who you are." You know, I'm not bothered. It. All this, you know, legendary talk they're talking about Loma Lopez went in there. He went. This is my ring, and that's they're my belts, and I'm going, I'm taking them. Fair play to him, you, you can't knock it, do you know what I mean? He went in there, and he boxed perfectly. I, I was shocked. I, I honestly thought, if Lopez is going to win, it's going to be a knockout. I predicted Loma... I thought, if Loma's probably going to win, I did predict him maybe starting a bit slow... And maybe getting knocked down, but still winning on points. I just thought it'd just be too much for him. But, you know, fair play to, to Lopez. And I think that that 12th round showed you what he's made of. Because once Loma were coming on strong, like I say, I give him 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. To come back in that 12th round and start bossing it again and really put it on Loma. That he showed he, he's meant to be at that level. He has got the heart of a champion. He's got... Big bollocks as well. So, you know what I mean? You can't knock that. Fair play to him. Um, from here, you know, I know that they talked about him needing surgery on his shoulder, you know, and things not being right. I'm, I'm a big Loma fan, you know what I mean? But I, I can't be dealing with boxers that come out and say stuff after look. You know, no matter what, what it was, end of the day, you got in there. If you win, you win. If you lose, you lose. And I'm not saying that, 
you know, the shoulder surgery, him needing surgery didn't play a part. You know, he's had a really long layoff. That might have played a part. There's loads of things that could have played a part, but at the end of the day, he didn't win. And it's it's as simple as that, you know. Uh, as far as a rematch, I think a rematch could be interesting, but I just don't know how much people are going to want to see that because a lot of people have just viewed it as Lopez's white floor with him, really. Oh, he, you know, he's won, he moves on. It'd be interesting to see if he moves up to fight the winner of Josh Taylor, um, Ramirez. That that'd be a, a cracker if he went if he went straight in there and won. If he, if he won that, wow. Yeah, I mean, sky's the limit for him. Um, I don't really know where Loma can go from here because of his age and it'd be like a building back process, but. I think the the good thing for Loma now would be people are going to want to fight him now. He's moved up because he's been faced with a dilemma that people don't want to fight him. But now people are going to look at that and say, I, I can beat him. And, I, you know, I think if he moves down, he can start taking out some elite names, you know. So that that would be interesting to see where they go from there. But yeah, fair play to Lopez with that. <coughs> On the undercard, uh, Barbosa and Saucedo. Wait, Barbosa coming through that as a winner. That that were a that were a great fight. That I, I thought the right man won. Uh, but they, that were a, a proper a scrap. That that were a good fight. That. Um, I thought Saucedo might he might have had too much power and he might have just been able to wear him down with that like tenacity and that work rate. But I think Barbosa just had that cleaner work and uh, it showed. I mean, Saucedo knocked Barbosa down and uh, it was ruled a slip at first, but obviously he ended up getting that knockdown, which which is right. It should have been, but yeah, I think those last. Sort of three rounds, Barboza showed his quality and he come through them. Um, and he, the right the right man won for me. Um, Edgar Belanga looked mint. Uh, just looked like a beast. So that's, uh, I can't remember what it is. I think it's 15 wins, 15 first round knockouts, which is crackers, you know what I mean? So... We want to see him in with some some good opposition now, people like that, you know. One thing what boxing does do, it does build people up well. It's nice and slow and get that confidence. But sometimes, it, you know, it's frustrating. You want to see people in uh, with good people. But to be fair, while I'm on this subject, you have Loma and Lopez, two, you know, top fighters going at it. What pisses me right off is when you've got these boxing fans and they say we don't see the best fight the best da, 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 too much politics but then when they do as soon as somebody loses they jump all over him oh he's shit he were never no good he's overhyped is this is that it's like come on i mean i've been seeing a lot of that on twitter and you know loma's overhyped listen come on he's not he's a world-class boxer you know what i mean he just got beat on the night you know, a loss does not mean shit. 
If you've lost to an elite level fighter, fuck it. Dust yourself off, go again. The fans should not be trying to write people off and that's that is one of the problems why in boxing you don't see it because that once that hype goes, numbers go, money goes, and that's why the promoters and the boxers uh, you know, they don't want to do it. So I think us as fans are just as bad. We we've got to take a bit of that responsibility as well. Um I mean years ago, the fuck me, all the top boxers, all the greatest boxers used to have a loss. But that's what made it good. Look at Lennox Lewis. Got knocked out, come back, beat him. That that's the, the you know, they're the they're the fight because it makes rivalries, it makes it interesting. You know, when Joshua got beat, obviously a lot of people turned on him, but how I wasn't glad because I wanted him to lose. I was kind of glad because I thought, well, hopefully that'll open it all up a bit more now, you know. Now that, obviously, Wilder's lost, Joshua's lost, it it kind of opens it up a bit where them fights, it, you are protecting that. Oh, I think sometimes it can be a bit of a burden to a boxer. Um, I think that weekend were, obviously, Ritson fought... Vasquez and again, fucking hell. We talk about judges. I mean, they had them. They had them scorecards miles out on you know the Loma fight, but on that Ritson fight, wow, you know. I I like Ritson. I think he's hard not to like. He seems just like one of them proper sound lads who you want to do well. But end of the day, he lost. He lost. He got. He got his his lugs boxed off. You know what I mean. He just simple as that. But these dodgy scorecards and that's another thing. What just especially the casual fans that come for certain nights to see stuff like that and they think, what the fuck? Like, what? What's all this like dodgy box, dodgy scorecards and stuff like? Um, that turns them away. They don't think it's fair and it's not. Do you know what I mean? It, it's a shame for Ritson because he's been he's got a bit of stick because of that, but it ain't his fault. He's gone in there, he's done his job. If people have given it to him, but, you know, obviously, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes and obviously there were a lot of uh, Terry O'Connor, him looking at whatever it was, it was phone, but it turns out it looks like his scorecard. Whatever it was, he should have been looking at the fight, you know what I mean? But, yeah, it's... Uh, Boxing sometimes it's its own fucking worst enemy sometimes, and I, I, you know, for us who love it, love boxing, look, you, you want to try stick up for it, but sometimes you just can't. You just got to say, I know, I know, yeah, it's shit. But yeah, they've got to, they've got to do better sometimes. I thought, I mean, Ritson's fallen short twice when he stepped up. You know, he steps up against uh, Patera. Fell short, and he. I thought he showed glimpses when he fought Robbie Davis Jr. But again, he stepped up, and he's just got a bit outclassed, really. But I do think that Vasquez were all wrong for him. You know, I think he needs somebody a little bit more game. Wants to come to him, but if you want to get that top level, then you've got to be able to do it all. So, you know, we'll see where he goes from here. Uh, the. Estrada uh, card, he fought um, Quadras and Roman Gonzalez Chocolatito 
for Israel Gonzalez. I mean, these are some elite level boxers, these. And if if you haven't watched the first fight between Estrada and Chocolatito, I think it were in 2012, go watch that right now because that is a classic. That was, wow. I mean, even in 12th round, they're just going back and forth for it and Chocolatito got the nod on that night. But with them both winning and coming through their fights, that sets it up perfectly for a rematch. So that would be class. Hopefully we'll see that next year, 2021. That sets that up perfectly. And uh, that, you know, hopefully that fight gets done. They both seem to want it. So that's that's perfect for that. Um, obviously this weekend, there's some good boxing again. Um, I, I'll do, I've just done a quick recap of, of all that because I'm a little bit late late to the party, as I say. So, you know, I'll get on to this week's boxing now because there is a lot going on. And like I say, it's good to see boxing back back in the in the limelight a bit because it, it has been overshadowed massively, massively with uh, UFC because fight island and everything and i mean i've got i've got pals who they've not been too bothered about ufc you know obviously mcgregor made a big resurgence um in the, especially over here in in uk and there's more people in it now but still a lot of my, my pals who say oh, i'm not bothered when they wrestle on floor and all that but i think especially through this lockdown situation where they've been putting on some top quality fights and boxing I mean let's face it it's done fuck all in, to, in compared to UFC and they've got a bit of catching up to do I, I feel like boxing is just it's it's just like I say it's doing itself no favours at all and we want to see these there's so many guy, big fights to do and you know I mean I understand it minute fair enough there's a lot going on where, you know, you've got a quarantine and all that. But UFC can do it. So there's no reason why, why you know, m these big promotional companies, you know, Matchroom, Top Rank, all that, they can't sort them out, you know, the, these big fights. But like I say, this weekend is a perfect, perfect opportunity to keep on track after last weekend where it's got a bit more shine and the first big one obviously is uh Usyk Chisora and this this is intriguing for a few reasons really I mean I'm again I'm a big Usyk fan I, I've followed him for a while obviously he won the Super Series uh it were I got told about him before that Super Series and I followed him through that and he did what I thought he'd do. He did. He boxed everyone's head off in their own backyard. He's listen. He is the real deal. You know. I like Chisora because you get entertainment value him. You know, he turns up, game is all ready to have a scrap. And obviously, there's been a big thing made about can he handle the heavyweights? Has he got the power? He's fought the heavyweights when he were in. You know, an amateur Usyk. I can't see it being that much difference. He fought Joe Joyce. 
you know, Dave Allen reckons when he sparred him, he, he cracked him and he near enough dropped him. And, you know, we've seen him take some big bats. So I don't think, I, I, I honestly, I do like Chisora, but, you know, I think for the heavyweight scene, it would probably, I do think it would be better, really, for Usyk to win. But having said that, that, that heavyweight division, if Fury and AJ do fight, which we assume they will, because that's all that the talk's been about, and with Wilder being, you know, so quiet, we're assuming, you best believe there's going to be a trilogy AJ Fury, you know, unless one of them wipes floor with other one twice, then obviously there won't be, but I think they're, they're going to be, them belts are going to be quite locked up for a while. Um, but other than that, I mean, I just think Usyk's going to basically, I don't think he'll, they keep talking about, you know, especially here, obviously he's trying to self-fight a bit and stuff, I understand, but he's like, oh, will he be able to handle it when Chisora's got his head on his chest and he's banging away and all that, it's like, are you fucking, do you think he's just going to stand there and let him just bang away his ribs? He ain't even, he's not going to be there, he's going to be moving. Now, as good as he is, and he is, I think he's one of the, you know, his credentials speak for himself, he's one of the best pound for pound in the world at the minute, but he does get caught, Usyk, he does, you know, he does admire his work a little bit and, you know, he can bang Chisora, he can, but I think his punches are just too telegraphed for Usyk and I personally think, you know, he'll just pick him off all night, you know, I think he'll, He'll start slow, just jabbing away, fight off that back foot, working the body, and I think after sort of five, six rounds, I just think he'll pick up his work rate a bit, and I just think it, a bit like he did with Bellew, we'll just overwork him, and I think he could get a late stoppage. I think it might be a bit like when Fury fought Chisora, and I think Chisora was just sick of getting punched in the head, basically. You know what I mean? That's that's what it, I think. He he's just gonna get sick. And just got every time he goes to get him, he's just getting punched in the head, and he's just gonna. I think he's just gonna get overwhelmed by him. You know, but I've been wrong many times, so could be wrong again. Um, one that's intriguing me, one that I, one that I'm actually looking forward to. One of the most this weekend is. The Lee Selby fight. I think this could be a cracker, me, because that Cambosos, he's decent. And it, I mean, I'd, I've only seen bits of him, but from what I'm seeing, I think it, I think he could cause Lee Selby. I think he could, he could win. Lee Selby's not looked the same for me. I mean, everyone thought we were going to wipe forward Josh Warrington. Josh Warrington just battered him. I just think he's just somewhat missing. He's... You know, when he was first coming through, when they were talking, you know, Welsh Mayweather and all that, I thought he's going to be absolutely class. He's just, he's just missing something. I don't know what it is. And I, just, I think this young, this George Cambosos, he looks hungry and he just looks like he wants it. And I just think it might be too much for him. I think he's going to be coming at him. And I just think if Lee Selby's not on top of his game, I think he's going to get, fall, he's going to fall short this weekend. But... Again, we'll wait and see. Progress fighting again. I like him. 
I think he's a he's a class operator. I fully expect him to come through and uh, do the business. Uh, in no way is fighting absolute monster. You know, I don't. People are thinking he's just going to blow this Maloney away. And to be fair, if, look at what he's done, so it wouldn't surprise me. But having said that, I think it might be a bit of a tougher test than what they think. I fully expect to know where to get the stoppage. But I think this Maloney could be quite a live opponent for him. And I think he's going to take a little bit of wearing down before he uh, he does he does finally get him out of there. I think he will get the stoppage, but... I don't think it's going to be plain sailing. People talking about, you know, oh, he's just going to knock him out in first. He, he's not. He's, he's no mug. He's, he's Maloney. I think, you know, he, he's going to take a little bit of wearing down. I mean, when I saw Inoue, I did, you know, I'd heard a lot about him and I just, I, I just couldn't, when you look at his record, the people he has knocked out and how quick he's done it, he's just, it's crackers. You know what I mean? It, it, it is. That last fight with Denair were, were an absolute belter and people are say, some people say, well, you know, he should have beat an old man quicker than that. This of a, for me, he just showed his steel. He got that, he got, if I'm right, he got that nasty cut on his eyebrow. But he showed his class and... You know, he did it, Denaire, with that wicked body shot. And ref like jumped in and then jumped back out and that bought him some time. But yeah, I mean, when he fought um, Rodriguez, I thought this is, I thought this is going to be a, a tough test. I thought this is going to be a tough test. Because I remember seeing him against um, oh, Paul Butler. But I saw him against Paul Butler and he looked... He looked class, you know, so sort of polished and just just hard, just an hard, hard box, like, right hard boxer, do you know what I mean? Right hard lad, I thought, it, this is going to be hard for him away. No, I just blew him away. He just battered him, do you know what I mean? So, again, I think, I think, I think in a way he's going to get the stoppage, I do. Um but I don't think it's going to be as straightforward, but I, I do fully expect him to get the win. I think it, if he's going to knock him out, it might be sort of between six and eight, I'd say, somewhere around there. Um, but yeah, um, he really is one of the best out there, in a way. Um, obviously, Davis and Santa Cruz... Great fight. And for all the UK fans, it's just being announced. It's on Channel 5. So if you can be our staying up till four, 4 in the morning, unless you want to set your recorder, then that's another one that can uh, can be watched. I think, if I am think if I remember rightly, a new way is on that fight TV, which um, the Loma fight were on. So you probably have to... Pay. I can't remember if it's five or tenner, but I think that it could be worth watching if it's on, you know, before the Santa Cruz. You could watch that and watch that. That'd be a decent, be worth staying up for. Um. Yeah. So that is it. Again, it's an hard fight to call because you've kind of got 
you've kind of got the the Lopez Loma, you know, scenario again. You've got somebody who's older, been in the game a long time, you know. I think he's been champ nearly 10 years, uh, been professional nearly 10 years longer than Davis as Santa Cruz. And we all know he's a quality fighter. But Davis, John Davis, he's a beast. He's a little tank. <laughs> Obviously, that's why I call him it. He's a little unit that way and he does bang. And, it, you know, he, I just think, will Santa Cruz old man him and be able to just, you know, jab, fight off that back foot. Sort of, I don't think he's going to have enough power to uh, Davis, like, to deter him. I, I think he's going to be, he's going to struggle to keep Javonta Davis off of him. That's my only fear for him. I feel like if he doesn't get his respect early, Javonta Davis is just going to come out and just try to take his head clean off. Simple as, do you know what I mean? That, that's because that's what he does, you know, and he's good at it. You can't you can't deny it. That is what he's good at. Do you know what I mean? He's a knockout artist, especially at that weight. You know, twenty two knockouts in twenty three fights. That at that weight, you know, it's some going is that. Um, obviously, the names are a little bit not. No, they're not too bad. I mean, you're looking at Pedraza, which is a good name. You've got Liam Walsh, good name. You know, but I do honestly think that Davis is the real deal. I, do, I think the only person who can stop Javonta Davis reaching the heights that everyone thinks he can is himself. He needs to stay away from all the the shit, basically, at back home. He needs to stay focused, keep his boxing head on and work. And I think if if he does that, I, I think there's only one person really who's going to be able to stop him. And that, Sorry, if he does that, there'll be nobody who'll be able to stop him at that weight. I think, he, I do think he's a beast. But I think that it'll, this weekend will be a, a big test for him and it'll show what, what, you know, what he really is made of. So I don't think Santa Cruz is willing to... Go anywhere, yeah. He's, you know, there's, there's, he's, I think he's only 32, so it ain't like he's, you know, 34, 35. It's just he has got a lot of miles on that clock. A lot of miles on that clock. Like I say, pro for pretty much 10 years, or eight years from what uh, Davis has been. So he's been around the block and he's, uh, he's got a lot of, uh, Miles on clock, but I think I think that will be an interesting fight. I th I think it'll either be Santa Cruz points or Davis knockout. I think that Davis might get the stoppage. To be honest, if I were uh, gonna put my money on it, I'd say a latest stoppage by Davis. I think he might just have too much power, and I just don't think Santa Cruz has got enough power. To keep him off of him, I just don't. I just think he's just going to keep coming and keep coming. And I think if it, unless he boxes out of his skin, I just think he's gonna he's gonna struggle. He's really gonna struggle. But you know, Leo Santa Cruz, he's a he's a world class boxer, so he, he definitely could take that on points. Definitely. But yeah, um, 
the, that's some uh, the boxing for this weekend. Um, I just hope they keep it coming because that's what we want. Oh, one last thing actually I want to touch on. There's a, a man fighting from up my neck at Woods, Dave Allen. Men will be fighting Christian Hammer. I would have enjoyed that, you know. I always cheer on Dave because I'm Yorkshire, like him. You know what I mean? We've got to stick together. He's meant to be fighting this guy called Lovejoy. I mean, I'll be honest, I know fuck all about him. Uh, just a big, overweight boxer. But, well, I mean, looking at his record, something like 19 wins, 19 knockouts. That looks impressive. Could I name one of them? Could I fuck? So... He's got the better record, but Dave Allen has been in with the far better people. I had a quick look back through that Lovejoy's Instagram and I seen that he'd um, done some training with uh, Mayweather Senior, I think it was, a few years ago or, or a bit back. Um, I'm not exactly sure what that means, but obviously he's been a, he must have been in and around some decent boxers to be around that camp, so... I honestly, I don't. He's a bit of an anomaly. I don't think anyone really fucking knows much about him. But just as always goes in boxing, as as you start to think you're nearly there, you know the poke rug from under your feet. Because poor Dave Allen gets his fight cancelled with Hammer, and now he's got this with his love joy. And apparently, Don King, would you believe it, cut pulled his uh, head up from out of bushes and said. Well, actually, he's under contract with me, so I want a cut of this money. Fucking cheeky bastard him in here. Fucking, he would get where water cunt that bastard, honestly. he Wherever there's fucking money, is there. So apparently the fight, man, is, it's 50-50 now, which is a shame, but I'd like to see that. I want Dave Allen to win. Obviously, he's, he says that they want a lot going right for him when he fought Price. You know, God knows if they were or if they won. He just obviously got his head boxed off, didn't he? But I want to see him win. I want to see him do well. So we will see. We will see. But yeah, there's some good fighting this weekend. And I just hope there's more to come. Because when boxing is on its game and these big fights are getting made, the buzz is next level. I mean, can you imagine if Fury and Joshua got announced? Fucking hell. Especially if there were fans allowed in. That would be so sick. And the buzz, when you know it's a big fight, that big fight night, it's just a buzz. So that's why I just... It frustrates me when they just fuck about with these... Making these shit fights and you know like it in UFC you can have two year off if you've been in top 10 you have two year off you come back you're fighting somebody in top 10 you don't say I'm having three warm up fights we don't want to see a fucking warm up fight and we definitely don't want to see it on bastard pay per view do you know what I mean that's what's annoying about boxing the shoot the send in the foot we don't want to see tune up fight after tune up fight we want to see the big fights but like I say fans don't help them when one person loses and all of a sudden there's a hype job is shit he never no good if the best fight the best people are going to lose and it's that it's that simple but i just want to see that 
I just want to see that. Um, just want to touch quickly before I leave you on. With Lopez winning, it kind of opens up quite a good thing for, especially America. Them young lads coming through, you've got obviously Devin Haney, Ryan Garcia, um, Lopez, and it's like, you've got some big, big fights there. Do you know, if all them lot are on their, their game and they'll come through all these fights, which from the eye test, they do look like the real deal, so there's no reason why they won't do. You know, you've got... Um, Javonta Davis, obviously, he's fighting this weekend, and really, he, he he's in that. He, you know, he's a big lad for Super Feather, as well. You know, so you've got. I mean, imagine if you had them four fighting, it'd be. Like I say, there's no way that they're gonna do it now because boxing's boxing, and it'll probably be five years. But when that does mature and that does come around, them four, if they're still on their sort of winning streaks, wow, that could be some mega, mega fights. And I, I'm looking forward to that. I really am. So, yeah, um, that's about it, really. You know, you, boxing, like I say, on its day, it's one of the best. But it shoots itself in the foot. You've obviously got, like, People that Mike Tyson, Roy Jones. I'm not really going to talk about it because I don't know what to make of it. They keep saying it's a, it's a, it's an exhibition. It ain't an exhibition. It's like, well, what is it? And I mean, fucking hell, make your mind up. Roy Jones. I'm always so gutted he fought on for so long, but end of the day, if you're a fighter, you're a fighter. But if he'd have retired and he'd have won that heavyweight belt off uh, John Ruiz, it would have been. Class is the best boxer that's ever lived. Mike Tyson, similarly, obviously, he peaked early and then dropped off because he had a lot of trouble outside. But these two, obviously, I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but these two are the best. <laughs> two of the best that's ever lived. Well, I mean, everyone, I think Tyson's probably, I suppose Roy Jones as well, probably, like, when people say reasons why they got into boxing, them two will come up a lot. Them two, you know, the two of my favourites, without a doubt. I mean, them two, in their prime, it, it would have been immense, obviously. A bit of a size, size difference when you say they're in their prime. But, yeah, that is what it is, isn't it? I uh, just hope nobody gets hurt. They both go home safe. And it's a, it's a decent little exhibition. That's all you can really ask for for that. But, yeah... I think that's me for uh, for this week. I'll be back next week. I'm going to just keep trying to bring them uh, content, boxing. I'm going to have a UFC one as well. And uh, I, I'm going to split them because I know not everybody who likes boxing likes UFC and vice versa. So I just think it's easier to just split it and then people, you know, can make their mind up. But, yeah. So that's a recap of last week. Recap... Uh, uh, my thoughts on the week coming up and then we'll see how they go and I'll be back next week thanks everybody for listening